The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email spots. clients. Identify Some fonts from where to find the Welcome to Marketing in China Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to publish an episode every day discussing what you need to know to drive organic marketing success in the Chinese market. Joining us for Marketing in China Week is Marcus Pensek, who is the Chief SEO Consultant for Searchmetrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise-scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. So far this week, Marcus and I have talked about whether it makes sense for your brand to enter the Chinese market. We've talked about why the internet works differently in China. And yesterday we covered why Baidu is the most important search engine in China, not Google. Today, we're going to continue the conversation talking about the differences between those two search engines, why Baidu and Google are similar, and why they're different. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked-to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings, and AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the fourth installment of Marketing in China Week with Marcus Pensek, Chief SEO Consultant at Searchmetrics. Marcus, happy Thursday, happy Junior Friday, and welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Happy Thursday. I'm excited to continue our conversation about marketing in China. Yesterday, we talked about how Baidu is the dominant search engine with a little less than 80% of market share, roughly 600 million people using their search engine, and partially because you know they're native in China, partially because they probably have better relationships with the government. And at the end of the day, they are the dominant player, not Google. I want to talk a little bit about some of the differences between Baidu and Google. When you're going into the Chinese market and you're thinking about driving organic growth and having a presence, 
there's some key factors that you need to understand. It's not just SEO as regular. Baidu is a, its own special little beast. So talk to me about, first off, what is similar about Baidu and Google? First of all, if you're visiting the search front page and you're typing in uh, your query and hit enter, you will get a very similar page as a result. So there are those listings with those there are um, the, the search snippets with the headlines. There's some description. Uh, there's the URL, which you can click. Uh, this is quite similar. And they roughly have 10 organic results, just as Google. They have a sidebar on the right-hand side with additional information, which is different, but at least uh, the sidebar is there. So this is the same. And we do have, for most of the queries uh, that you fire up, ads in the top or in the bottom, which is also similar to Google. You know, I've never gone on to Baidu before and I'm doing it now. And uh, I typed in MarTech podcast, which is my other show into Baidu. And uh, unfortunately, the results all came back in a language I didn't understand. I have it on translate. Yeah, it's so shocking. It's all in Chinese. I don't understand a word that's on this site. But I can clearly see that it came up with other podcasts because the word podcast has been is is written in English characters. Maybe it's because we haven't translated the show into Chinese that it's not showing up. But I do see a lot of the Joe Rogan podcast for some reason. When you're thinking about migrating your content specifically for Baidu, you know the layout of the uh, the site's a little different. Obviously, the language is different. Are there specific features, functionality? What do we know about their ranking factors? Can you actually take your Google strategies and just apply them to Baidu or should you be, you know, considering different ranking factors? No, basically all search engines around the world work in the very same way. So you need content, uh, you need to know your HTML, you need to prove uh, that your website has authority. So you need backlinks. So all these ranking factors are basically all the same all around the world. And this is not different for Baidu. You have to um, use your keywords in the title tag, uh, in the content, in your headlines. So basically, you can apply your strategies to Baidu SEO as well. But of course, you, you mentioned it. There are differences and you have to pay attention to these. So talk to me about what those differences are. Why is Baidu actually different than Google? Well, this is more a difference to your uh, SEO strategy, not so much a difference from uh, Baidu to Google. Baidu is serving the Chinese market and the Chinese market is somehow regulated by this great Chinese firewall. We talked about this. What this great Chinese firewall does is it monitors all the traffic that's coming from outside of China and going into China. So if you are located in Beijing and you are opening a, a Western website, say uh, the, the Washington Post, then the request gets sent over from the US through the Chinese firewall up to uh, Beijing. And since this monitoring is there, the website gets slowed down. And being slow is not a good user experience. And this is something that Baidu doesn't know. So basically, everything that is slow does not rank well as, at Baidu. So it seems like that's similar to what happens with Google. We've talked a lot about core web vitals and uh, some of the metrics that Google has been talking to the SEO community about optimizing, making sure that they're 
page speed, cumulative layout shift, all, all the sort of page performance metrics are up to speed. Obviously, Baidu has some concerns about user experience and page speed as well. That's a ranking factor. What else do you know about their how they evaluate and rank their traffic? What you probably need to know is, um, of course, the language is totally different. And um, Baidu still analyzes content and you need to pay attention to this. So uh, you need to write your content in Chinese. You already noticed it. There are Chinese uh, results in your Baidu result page. Also, Baidu does crawl and index other language content and uh, it shows up for foreign language search queries. Users in China don't use foreign language search queries. So you want to have your content in Chinese. And this is not only Chinese. You want it in Mandarin Chinese in simplified Chinese characters which is basically the script that is being written in China, which is different from the script which is being written in Hong Kong. So if you have a Hong Kong website or a Taiwan website, they are using traditional Chinese characters, which is not the script that is being used in China. So you cannot simply take this, copy it over to the Chinese version. You really need to localize. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Help me understand, because I think of the Chinese language being Mandarin and Cantonese. Now, which one is being used in sort of mainland China? What's being used in Hong Kong, Taiwan? I don't know, really know the geographies of where each language is used. Okay, we have the spoken Chinese language, which is Mandarin and Cantonese. And the spoken uh, language Mandarin is being spoken in mainland China and in uh, Taiwan and in Singapore, while uh, Cantonese is being spoken in Hong Kong. But then there is the written Chinese. And the written Chinese is simplified Chinese characters or traditional Chinese characters. Simplified Chinese characters are written in mainland China. Traditional Chinese characters are written in Hong Kong and in Taiwan. So there's this overlap between spoken and written uh, Chinese. So there's a, essentially <laughs> what I'm hearing is four different variances of the language, whether it's written or whether it's spoken, which makes the migration of your content even more complex because you probably have to do two types of written migrations. You have to do two types of written translations and also make sure that you understand where they're being presented. 
Yeah, well, Cantonese uh, or the spoken language Cantonese in most cases is written uh, the same as the uh, Mandarin version, while there, of course, are some vocabularies different. So, but basically, uh, yes, you're right. Okay, so moral of the story is the Chinese language is very complex And that's one of the big differences between the search engines is that you have to understand how to master that. What are some of the other differences that are important to understand when you're starting to implement an organic growth channel when you're submitting your content to Baidu? In the uh, last year, in fall last year, I did a big study on uh, Chinese ranking factors or on Baidu ranking factors, actually. And I uh, utilized 50,000 Chinese keywords and checked the rankings on Baidu and uh, analyze those to see what are basically the ranking factors. And, you know, one funny thing that I found out was that it's .com domains ranking for 75% of all those results. So um, you might have heard that you should use a local domain like a .cn or .comcn, but this is not really necessary. You can still rank with a .com. Basically, the biggest Chinese websites, the biggest Chinese brands are all utilizing .com instead of .cn. You want to have longer content. We have been talking about content. Longer means around 3,000 Chinese characters in length. To put that in context, 3,000 Chinese characters in length, there are fewer Chinese characters per word. So you know, when you're thinking about word count as opposed to character count, how long is 3,000 characters? Well, if you put uh, two words, uh, two characters, uh, two words, this is 1,500 words. But you cannot really count it this way because uh, those languages are simply working totally different, Chinese and English. You might have a sentence with uh, 10 words in English uh, where you only need three words in Chinese or the other way around, depending on how complex the topic is. Generally, what I'm hearing is the content format needs to be longer and it's thousands of words uh, is the suggested length. Sorry, go on. What are the other ranking factors? Yeah, I mean, uh, we would think that it might be uh, images, but only 30% of the top ranking pages actually do have images implemented. While I did see there is a positive correlation. So the more images you have, the more likely you will be in the uh, top rankings when we are comparing the top 10 rankings. Okay, imagery. Yeah, imagery. HTTPS. So you should have a secure website, which is uh, quite similar to Google. While currently we only see like 50% uh, share of HTTPS on the rankings. But this is growing because um, it was just introduced very shortly. I think it's like three, four years ago that Baidu started crawling HTTPS websites. All right. So securing your website, also a factor that seems similar to, to Google. Are there any other ranking factors? Yeah, the backlinks. But uh, this is much more complicated than uh, your backlink strategies for Google. I mean, you cannot go out there, find some bloggers uh, that would link to your website because there are simply no private bloggers out there. I mean, there are private bloggers, but they are not having their own website. They're using uh, Sina Weibo, so these micro-blogging services for their services. To get backlinks, this is much more complicated in, in China. So you might want to utilize your networks outside of China first, try to find partnerships, coverage in media, stuff like that. All right. So the backlinking strategy is incredibly important to drive rankings and visibility in China, but it's a little bit of a different strategy than it would be in Google. All right. So let me recap. The five ranking factors that you found in for Baidu were what? Number one? 
Yeah, this is Chinese content, definitely. Yeah, right. Migrating your content into China. Number two was content length, 3,000 Chinese characters, uh, thousands of words, if we're thinking of this in, a, in word count. Number three, HTTPS. Number four, making sure you have lots of imagery. And number five, backlinks. But backlinks are complicated in China. And that's one of the big misconceptions about what's happening in China with Baidu is that you can't necessarily just take the content that you've created outside of China and port it over because a lot of the content, a lot of the strategies, a lot of the linking doesn't necessarily translate. So we're going to come back tomorrow one more time and talk about some of the common misconceptions about Baidu. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Marcus Pensek, the chief SEO consultant for Searchmetrics. Join us again tomorrow when we wrap up Marketing in China Week, talking about the common misconceptions about Baidu. If you can't wait until our next episode and you're interested in contacting Marcus, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is PsychicSEO, P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-S-E-O. Or you could visit his personal website, which is marcus.pensec.net, which is M-A-R-C-U-S dot P-E-N-T-Z-E-K dot net. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Music.